Hello and welcome back to what would be our final podcast of 2020, episode 7, would you believe? Over the course of this year, I've been joined by some of the industry's most well-known organizations and the people behind them, including two figures from within Maco. And topics were created really to provide as much tangible information as possible for all across the fenestration industry. And from the feedback and the emails we've had about the Maconet podcast, I feel we are doing that in at least some way. Referring back to previous Maconet episodes, our very first one was with Maco UK Managing Director, Kevin Whiten, talking from adaptability during COVID-19 and the importance of adapting within business overall outside of COVID. As we come to the end of the year, still very much in a COVID-19 world, I'm actually pleased to welcome back Kevin to look back on the year and see what, if any, of the adaptations to our way of working have stayed and if they will stay going forward. Kevin, thank you for your time once again. I know that even as we come towards a year end, things are still very, very busy. And at a time, usually, I suppose, with, with Christmas, the industry slowly starts to wind down. Be good to gather your thoughts on this as we close out the year. Hi, Mark. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good to be back, actually, as we close out 2020. Um, what a, a, an interesting and, and very educational year this, is, uh, this has turned out to be. You know, the, the industry has, has gathered pace month on month since the, the first lockdown all the way back in, in March, which seems a long way away now. You know, in April, many businesses took the decision to close. Um, May onwards, everything began to get going again. And certainly the last quarter, which is a very traditional busy period, uh, this year has turned out to be one of the busiest, which, is, which has been great. Um, I think there was a lot of concern earlier in the year about just how good the recovery would be. But the market has proved to be very resilient this year. So as we as we move through December and businesses have shared their Christmas closure periods, it does look clear that everyone wants to squeeze as, as much as they can out of 2020. You know, orders remain strong for the last few weeks, which is great for us all. You know, the, the, the market hasn't gone away. The demand, new build, repair and maintenance is strong. And, uh, you know, although the overall industry growth predictions won't set the world on fire, but I do think the industry has matured a lot this year. As I say, it's, it's been an educational year in many, many ways. Ed- educational is, is a great way to sum up the year if we just had to pick up one word, I think. And like you highlighted, the industry has for sure gone through some turns and, and dips, but the feeling around the fenestration industry now and as has been really for the last few months, there's been a sense of optimism and positivity. And it's been busy in a much more positive light. COVID-19 obviously has dominated and been the real big topic of the year. And I think still for some time yet, while we get through the next and the last of the winter months and the vaccine gets rolled out, et cetera, et cetera. We touched on some of the measures we put in place at the start of the pandemic in the first episode of Mechanic, which if you haven't downloaded yet, please go back and have a listen. Have we continued with those measures or have they indeed changed and adapted themselves over the course of the year? Uh, yeah, what's interesting since the global pandemic started is that businesses have learned and adapted very quickly. For Maco, both here locally in the UK and in Austria and Poland, where the main manufacturing plants are, and across all of the other subsidiary Maco companies uh, across Europe, the rate of change has been a real pleasure to be a part of. You know, we've adapted all areas of the business. Obviously, the factories were a real challenge. The the facilities as large and as varied as as Maco's are, there was a lot of work to do. 
one of the advantages, however, of owning your own factories right here in Europe, where all the expertise is held, is that change is very quick. It's very hands-on, therefore it's very predictable and, and very controllable. Obviously, as well, it's, it's the well-being of our staff and their families that, that comes first. And, and the Mako family culture that, that we all work so hard at across Mako is such a solid foundation where, where, where change is required. And, you know, if I can say, you know, our staff have been a real credit to Mako this year in particular. Absolute commitment to the immediate situation, the here and now crisis management, which saw many changes in a short space of time. Locally here in the UK, we, we reorganised the warehouse, our customer service and sales teams first. The challenge was to, to, to balance the needs of our customers to the availability of the business, you know, how to operate safely and efficiently while making sure we had enough resources, but also not to waste resources either, uh, you know, at the same time. Communication is key. And, and here we are some nine months since, since lockdown first happened. Everybody in the business, whether in it, that, that's in the socially distanced warehouse and office that, that, that we've got, um, or remotely working in home office, or indeed rotating somewhere between the two, you know, everyone is completely accustomed to the new situation and, and the flexible approach. We have, and I have, you know, we have a huge amount of trust in our staff and maintain a high level of choice in, in where staff work. And I do genuinely believe that we are equally as efficient or you know, maybe even more efficient in, in our communications because of the changes that, um, that we've made. Yes, obviously, we've had to make investment to achieve this, you know, new working practices to protect the warehouse, shift rotor changes, segregation of equipment across the shifts, um, you know, individual person equipment. Wherever we can remove as much contact of staff as, as possible as has been done, um, you know, ensuring that the staff's home office is a suitable environment as well. So, you know, equipment space, desk chairs, etc. You know, we've considered every aspect of, of the change, embrace them in a way that means they're not just there to get through a crisis, but they are also sustainable and beneficial for the future as well. Mm, the, the change of pace or indeed adaptation as, as the word that we've used this year has, has been extreme. And as an employee, it's been pretty smooth, all things considered. And the attention to welfare you mentioned, I can certainly vouch for and ensuring working conditions at home are as good with the makeshift offices and desk space, um, making sure they're as good as what we have in the office. Even to the point where we've had our office chairs delivered to home, which certainly beats the kitchen chair that we, we had for the first initial few weeks. So do you think that any of the measures that we've put in place, so the, the homework in the rotation, et cetera, et cetera, will stay post-COVID-19? We see a lot of debate on, on LinkedIn and different other business forums about homeworking versus office working, which I'm sure is a dilemma for most businesses, for example. Absolutely, a lot of the measures will stay. You know, there will always now be a balance between home working and office working. If there's one thing that, that this has, has taught everybody is that implemented correctly, there are advantages to both. It's all about understanding the balance, you know, to ensure that the customers and the staff can't see the difference and that the staff remain completely flexible in their approach, you know, just ensuring the highest levels of interaction and communication are maintained. The well-being of staff is critical to the Mako way of life, so a healthy balance will always be the order of the day. 
the best of both worlds, as they say. And finding a way that works for each business is important as well. And that's what we found works for us. And that's, I suppose, why it will continue. And I feel we, we certainly seem to have found a good balance, certainly in a COVID world. And I think many businesses will, will follow suit and going forward, there'll be much more of a balanced approach, as, as you've highlighted, between home working and office working. Away slightly now from reflecting previous on 2020 and looking ahead to the very near 2021, can you share any developments and plans we have for the year ahead in 2021, as it were? Yeah, of course. Um, 2021 is already shaping up to be an exciting year for, for so many different reasons. You know, we, we, we sail under the word innovation and true innovation takes effort and time and, uh, and, and specialist skills. As usual, we've got a number of things going on. We have uh, a few new product launches, um, which, uh, which will be coming through. But I guess really at the minute, you know, I'll, I'll leave you as the uh, as the marketing manager to share the events as we progress through the year. So I won't steal your thunder just yet, you know, as much as I'd like too much. But we do have some interesting developments, you know, uh, the Mark V SBAG platform still to come, you know, in terms of development and additions to, to that range, along with the ATS automatic door lock and also our lift and slide program. In fact, one area I am very much looking forward to is the uh, inclusion of the Howtow by Maco product portfolio, which we will be bringing to the UK market in 2021. And this provides uh, uh, an excellent range of additional products under our sliding door range. So that there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff coming through. I'm really looking forward to 2021. I think, you know, we'll, we'll also be supporting the Glazit Summit later in the year, which is around October time, I believe. Yeah, October 7th, um, it, it certainly is. And personally, I'm really looking forward to that one as well. I think it's going to be such an important important event and um, I of course actually had the pleasure of speaking with Andrew Scott of the Glazing Summit back on episode four of Mackinac so there's a second plug to go back and listen to a previous episode of the podcast if you do go back and listen to that it gives you a real grasp more about the event and the things they've got planned ahead so I really do encourage you to go back and have a listen on that one obviously the, the new product front that you mentioned it's so positive to talk about new products as always and the how to by macro development is certainly one to look out for in 2021 and the plans that look really good and really exciting for our partners across the industry events wise uh, as well as we've got the glazing summit of course we have vika's independent network event um show in june which is always a good weekend and of course the other event that is of note of 2021 is the fit show yeah, you know what? I really do hope that the, the Fit Show goes ahead as planned. Um, unfortunately, you know, Maco are not exhibiting uh, ourselves uh, this time around. Unfortunately for, for us, it, it just didn't match with, with our own timing and activities. But, you know, we're, we're one of the companies that have supported the Fit Show from the very beginning. So, um, you know, we certainly hope that it continues and we'll certainly be paying the show a visit, uh, obviously, ourselves as well. We are really looking forward to 2021. And, and to be honest, Mark, I'm relying on you now to keep everyone up to date. You know, we've got our marketing campaigns and our social media platforms. So uh, the, the pressure's on you to deliver to, uh, to to the market our messages now. If I can, at this point, Mark, you know, to be honest, I'd, you know, just to say as well, thank you very much for organising the Maconnect uh, podcast programme, which was something new for us uh, this year. I do know that you're already working on the next one as well, which will be released early in the new year now. Um, and also my personal thanks to all the people that have joined you this year and, um, and for giving us some great insights into the industry. So, uh, yeah, very, very, very pleased that, uh, that everyone has managed to contribute uh, to your podcast seasons uh, this year. 
Yeah, brilliant. Thanks, Kev. And th- thanks for your time as well and thoughts as we come to a close of 2020. It's been a really good follow-up, I think, from, from the first podcast, and it is really appreciated. You mentioned the next podcast is straight into 2021. We will be dropping the episode eight of the Mechanic podcast in early January. And this one actually sees us go international. Uh, we are going to be joined by the head of business unit doors of the Maco Group, Robert Andexer, discussing all things doors, security standards across the UK and, and the EU and globally is also and also how innovation in the door lock, which hasn't changed really for, for decades, may be about to get completely reimagined. So I encourage you to look out for that in early January. Look out on social media. We'll be sure to pre-promote and drop it there. And it'll be available on Podbean and Apple Podcasts. For now, however, thank you all for listening and the support you have shown this podcast. And I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy New Year. Speak soon.